You're listening to Errol Parker and Clancy Overall, editors of the Batuta Advocate on Desert Rock FM. Well, welcome back to the Batuta Advocate radio show. You're joined by myself, Clancy Overall, editor of the Batuta Advocate, and of course, Errol Parker, editor at large. How are you, Errol? Good to be here, mate. It's good that the season's finally changed here in the Diamantina. We've had nothing but rain for, for months up here. It's been a sight to see. I mean, it's only once every 10 or 15 years that you get to see the Mighty Cooper Creek in full flood. Don't necessarily get to see the Diamantina in full flood, but we've got the old trifecta here. We've got the Wilson down there at the back end of Thargaminda. That's uh, in flood now. It's flooding into Cooper Creek, and we've got the Diamantina too. So on both sides of the Grey Range, mate, we've got water going into Lake Eyre. The new northern rivers, they're calling us. And, um, you know, a lot of attitudes are changing with this changing landscape. As many people would know after the federal election result, Queensland is now known as Greensland. Brisbane River is finally blue for the first time in many years because environmentalism is being taken quite seriously, even by the quiet Australians, we've learnt. There's been a lot going on and there's a lot of fallout from the federal election, which we won't be talking about today because no one gives a fuck anymore. The results are in and we don't have to talk about this for three years. So personally, I'm, um, I'm in uh, a state of nirvana knowing that we can continue and return to interviewing rock stars, uh, which is what we are doing today. We have the young gentleman from Polish Club in the booth with us. They've managed to stay together. The chemistry is visible. They <laughs> haven't fallen apart uh, uh, during uh. this unprecedented couple of years for live musicians. Things are going well. You guys, uh, you guys haven't, um, you know, exploded, imploded, and um, are still making music. Congratulations. Oh, Thank you so much. It's been a really trying time for John and I, yeah. but we've survived. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we're just flying the flag for rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just wondering, is the flood water good to drink up here? Uh, give it a couple more days. Everything needs to as flush out. As long as out. it's running. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> just it's, give it a taste. Yeah. Find out. If the water is still, you've got a chill. If it runs, <laughs> it'll probably give you the runs too. Yeah. So. Which is yeah, the runs is good. It's going, it's cleaning you out, right? Yeah, That's exactly, mate. Yeah, mm. I mean the Batuta colonic, the oldest juice cleanse in the country, mate. <laughs> you guys haven't really stopped. You've remained present throughout the pandemic, but I do want to talk about how does life feel now compared to six months ago. You can't stop. I think if you stop, especially if you're not like you know a kid who's already doing stuff on TikTok all day every day. If you stop, you're gone. You're yeah. dead to people. Yeah. yeah. You know, we're not necessarily the most prolific online, but yeah. we, I, we enjoy doing it for the band. Yeah, yeah. I know that, that thing where the backlash for the labels are going, oh, you got to do a TikTok yeah. before you release this thing. <laughs> I think we kind of nipped that in the bud a year ago, basically. They, try, they tried. <laughs> they tried. <laughs> so there's one kid who works at our label. Like, I think he was literally... A, a, a very very young boy I think, I think he's of age now yeah he's probably of age now so ladies but they set up a meeting with him and we're like yeah sure so i was like i'll hop on zoom and chat to this guy and hear him out about this newfangled tiktok thing and um he basically you know he had a deck of like here's what you do on tiktok you post five to ten times a day and you do this and like you gotta do that and i'm like hey man i'm in my 30s Look at me and see this and like just know that I know, you know, this ain't gonna happen. Yeah. Like I've you everything you say is right. Yeah. Thumbs up, big yeah. thumbs up. 
I'm sure it works, but um, I'm tired and like yeah. I, I just I don't want. Yeah, we're sick, of, want sick of learning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've, we've already nipped the NFT, NFT thing in the yeah. bud as well. Yeah. Was, yeah. We're kind I of ahead of the. Imagine the shit that has been brought to you oh. uh, over the last couple of years. But all it ever is is like, hey, do you want to make this an NFT? Hey, do you want to do TikTok? Like, it's not. It's like mm. one line, and all you have yeah. to be is like, no, I don't think so. Yeah, I'm just hoping we don't get proven wrong in within the next year we get proven <laughs> wrong all the time but the, the like the point stands it's always i'm tired and i want i want to do something else that's interesting i'm not against any of the concepts Innovation. but it's like there's no ideas yeah 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 or and i'm not even putting it on the person that's suggesting it. it's like i don't have any ideas for it yeah. so like it, it's and then they don't either so yeah it makes although, an easy decision really. probably like one of the first NFTs in music would be that album that the Wu Tang Clan did, where oh, they only true. made one of them. Oh yeah, and that, yeah. that asshole, Screlly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that worked out well. The Farmer Bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who has it now? I think another person who's cut from Screlly's jib. You, you know, he's from that school where he was like, "Oh, nice. Now I'm going to buy it, and I'm mm. I'm going to listen to it." And was it not Elon? Be did, that. did Elon buy it? Oh, mate, I couldn't tell you. Could you I'm, ask him? We'll hit him up on Discord. The um, the Wu Tang Clan included a hilarious clause in that contract, which was the only time it can be relieved of him if he doesn't unsell it is if it's stolen by Bill Murray. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was, and if Bill Murray steals it, it's not theft. It was just some bizarre thing that was thrown at it. And then when it became evident how much of a villain Martin Screlly was, yeah. they were like. Bill, can you fucking isn't, do it? Like, isn't Bill a villain? Now? Isn't yeah, well, yeah, I mean, him as well? Well, yeah, we'll uh, wait and see how that all goes. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to ask, do you think there'd be bands out there in this day and age who are feeling the pressure to hit templates that exist in social media? Like, you know, it would make sense if you were a young kid coming through, like Popstar, for example, young Popstar mm. coming through to make a, a song that just... The hook was perfect for the 15, 30 seconds mm. of an Instagram reel or TikTok. Did you think that is happening out there in the landscape? Uh, I think it is an expectation, like, across the board. Mm. But I don't see it as, as, like, a problem necessarily. The problem for me is with all kind of music promotion and music release is that there's only, like, one avenue that everyone focuses on. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing when, like, people complain about, like, Triple J. It's like, oh, all Australian bands that have to tailor their sound to Triple yeah. J. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but I, I don't blame Triple J for it. Yeah. They're the only national broadcaster that are doing things like Unearthed and giving people a platform. Playing new music. Yeah. New it, music. Yeah. It sucks if it gets funneled into one kind of vibe, which yeah. I don't even know if that's true. I don't, I don't yeah. really care. But, it's not a monopoly. It's not, not for that shit. Not well, we just need, there needs to be more of them. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's no, yeah. it, it shits me that there's no, like, tastemakers anymore where mm -hmm. you can go to, like, Back, I don't know, 10, 20 years ago, you could go to a blog yeah. and you trust the tastemaker to to kind of expand yeah. your horizons. Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 and there'd be magazines in the barbershop and, you know, that kind of shit. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, like, people would know the names of music reviewers and, mm -hmm. you know, there'd be actual mm -hmm. music criticism. You don't open a magazine. I, I opened up 
a national international music magazine that I won't name at the airport the other day, and every fucking review is four stars and up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. what are yeah, we doing? Yeah, what are we doing? Yeah, yeah. Everything's great. Okay, cool. <laughs> Why the fuck would I read this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's yeah. saying nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah hedging the bets. <laughs> at the end of the day, if, if you're a new band in Sydney, you're pretty fucked. Yeah, right, yeah. Just- yeah. Oh, that's what I want to ask. How did you guys get your jump up? By being old and starting ages ago. But you would no, you're 20, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, we'll get into when right, you started. So it's, but like so that's it's not that long. like the property market. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, well, I wish I got I into the house and it was 20 grand. <laughs> I wish I got into the property market instead of, instead of starting this shitty band. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm depressed. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I want to talk about that because you formed in 2014, mm. which isn't that long ago. Like Christmas so, of 2014. So. Same time yeah. the Batuta Advocate went digital. Oh, really? Oh, so, yeah. so it's, oh, What, a, what would, a year. I would like to say that <laughs> that wasn't that long ago. If memory serves me correctly, your band was forged kind of at the height of Hillsong Sharia. Uh, <laughs> You know, the, are you are you making like a the, causation or no, correlation? No, New yeah, South Wales lockout laws. Lockout. The, the yeah, lockout laws. Oh, right. We we just beat it. We yeah. just beat it. Mm-hmm. I, I reckon because we, we had yeah, well. like a couple of shows that like we yeah. played gallery bar for free. Yeah, yeah. We were lucky because we. We had a period where we had friends that knew someone at Triple J or someone knows someone. Yeah, yeah. And there was like a I don't know three to six month period where we got lucky in getting music to the yeah. right people. I think we, we also started playing other cities pretty quickly as well. Yeah, right. Yeah. Sometimes you can get stuck in uh, Sydney because it's, it's cost, you lose a lot of money going anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Getting around. But, and also being a two-piece, is we could just fly yeah. straight up. That was it, that's yeah. The, that's the trick. You cut out all the yeah, the bullshit you don't need. Yeah. and Two seats in an exit row and we're laughing. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. 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 I'll sit in the toilet if I have to. Yeah. I suppose <sighs> from like 2014 to 2016 was basically the last glory days of like your Facebook and Instagram where, you know, yeah. you, well, you could really go viral that and you good. could really get a huge amount of organic reach. So once we signed to our label, we found out that we were being used in like case studies. We were the band in that deck that people would send to people where it's like, this is when you're being... Con- like when content deal. planning. Yeah. <laughs> so like... The now TikTok guy coming to you. Yeah, he's like back then. Man, he had a deck. This man posts once a day about yeah. the dookie he did in the toilet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you should do that. But, no, but yeah, yeah, you're right. We we got like lockouts, but we all, we got that period when it was kind of you could be effective on Instagram and Facebook, and we kind of came from advertising like jobs. Wow. And, uh, wow. Well, we had a bit of understanding Mind how to like build some we content. We were madmen before. This. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, we, yeah, and like I had people. I got John had heaps of mates that could help make yeah. shit. Yeah, so, yeah, we, yeah. so we had like legitimate little kind of ad campaigns of things, and it and it worked really well. We had and a it doesn't work like that anymore. Though. Yeah, we had yeah. a skill set that transferred like really organically without us having to really think about it, because like. I knew my way around social media. Yeah. And John is a, a very talented visual artist, graphic oh. designer. So he still does like all the merch and all the art. Mm. I'll write all the copy and like. So you're still just- running at that capacity. You're still doing merch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's go back before that. Where did you guys meet? Was it like your classic Sydney rock band story where you kind yeah. of were both in a Pentecostal church together? And then you- <laughs> <laughs> that's, but yeah, that is the classic Sydney band. That is really such like. a depre- like that is legit a depressing realization I had. I don't know, like three years ago. But I reckon I reckon there's a correlation with lockdowns and then Hillsong being the only place where you, uh, sure. where a band can get a gig. Yeah, and then and all these yeah. like bands coming out of Hillsong. It's like and AFL. They teach you too. It's, yeah. it's, it's like we need someone to yeah. play 
the drums in these, you know, huge, mm. giant... 30,000-seater yeah. auditorium and the, of Christ. The audio quality is fucking yeah. amazing. It feels yeah. like you, How do you know? you're, you're meeting God. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you want to know where we started? <laughs> Same thing with <laughs> AFL when people in Queensland are like, how is AFL spreading so well in the grassroots among young kids? Because it's like... Uh, because AFL gives them free boots and pays their registration. Oh, it's, yeah. like, it's the exact same thing with Hillsong getting into rock music. It's mm. like the kids get given a guitar and an audience. What do you ah, fucking right. expect? Totally. That's a grassroots And program. the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I'm- yeah. And they get cheered <laughs> regardless. So it's like encouraging. Yeah. Where did the name Polish Club come from? Because it's very- Polish parents. Uh, Polish parents, yeah. So you're both, the, both um, Polish background? Half Polish, half no Filipino. Yeah. Uh, fully. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. a bit of a, a liar. Did you guys meet through the community? Absolutely the not. Polish community? No. <laughs> I'm wondering. Like, that would make sense. There was some wedding you no, met at the Polish club. I grew up in Manly and it's you grew the, up in, where are you? North? I'm, uh, everywhere. Oh, I'm every, a citizen like, of the yeah, world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I grew up in Belgium, but then I moved back yeah. to Sydney where I was born and we met each other on Sydney's North Shore. It's the least fucking rock You grew up in a in castle in Belgium, right? <laughs> adjacent to a castle. <laughs> I was castle adjacent. But there wasn't like other bands that crossed over and you guys met or... Yeah, yeah, we were in a band before this band. Yeah, and yeah, but John's been you... in like several, yeah. several iconic Sydney indie bands. <laughs> no, it was that time, yeah. you know, what is it, 2007? Yeah, when I was like in my 20s, I was like, in five bands at once because I'm a, yeah, really a drummer where everyone's like do you play an instrument like, oh, you do now oh. <laughs> now you play the synthesizer drummers yeah. do have that yeah you don't have mercenaries aren't they yeah you don't like, have to know anything about the music or yeah. anything you're like oh yeah and you can yeah just got something on every night with a different band yeah, yeah. I saw yeah Gillies in, in um, yeah Legend one of the um one of the few drummers that's only ever played in one band. <laughs> well, no, he's got a. Oh, he's, he's in the Ben Gillies so- band, right? Yeah, yeah. He's got a solo thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he doesn't play the drums in it, though. Is does he? No, he was telling us he's doing other shit now. He's playing yeah. piano and stuff. Like you don't hear of too many drummers releasing a solo album. Phil Collins. Yeah. Or Leave on Helm, I guess maybe. <laughs> Cram. Yeah, Did he ever go solo? Uh, I don't know. That shitbag from the Eagles? <laughs> Don <laughs> Henley. <laughs> There's one for all the kids out there. Yeah. Uh, Jack White was a drummer originally. Really? Yeah. Yeah. We wanted to ask that. There's a similar trajectory then because you're a duo, rock yeah. duo. Oh, as, as the as the White Stripes? Yeah. Well, yeah. What? I mean, there's been so many famous kind of rock duos over the years obviously with the white stripes yeah. flat duo jets the fucking um th- black keys the black keys oh, yeah. yeah they're also a big one royal um, blood everly brothers mm. did those bands just teach you that it was possible to have a band with two people i never that- thought of it i had a high school band that never really released much or toured much and john joined as like the eight millionth drummer that we tried and one day john's like let's just try a thing ourselves i think it's like something about two people both riding that is like the optimal number of people to kind of yeah get stuff done really yeah. quick uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think with that four piece which is like the two other guys weren't as interested in doing music they was doing other stuff and it was hard to get the team together you know mm. but when it's just the two of it you can be like Are you good for it yeah. Like, yeah all right yeah and there's only one veto you yeah know. well exactly yeah, yeah. yeah if he goes oh no i'm not into it we just move on yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't care yeah you know so it's it's very you much white ant him and take it to the third member <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but like the thing i've recently discovered is that like the way we write is wildly different to kind of how music is made now which is like on a laptop in a room 
working on one song until it's like a dead horse that you're beating yeah. in like 24 hours later. Because we've, try- we've tried to do like writing sessions with a third party. Yeah. yeah. And they'll just sit there worrying about <laughs> a lyrical hook for like three hours mm-hmm. in silence. And we're like, what are we, what are we fucking yeah, no doing? No one cares about lyrics. No one cares. Well, it, like, it'll come. <laughs> like, like, you need to write. That's a good uh, lyric. It'll come. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the fourth album by Polish Club. <laughs> it'll come. Yeah. We just throw, if when in doubt, just throw a F bomb in the chorus. Yeah. And it'll go, yeah, people love that shit. Yeah. 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 Literally, yeah. It's it's not fucking rocket science. <laughs> the fifth album by Polish Club. <laughs> I know, but like, has anyone ever heard a language warning before a song and been like, "Oh, thanks, thank God." Oh I'm God, just going, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah ev- I always every band in Sydney before the they Eagles. left Hill song. <laughs> yeah, why does Triple J still do that? I think it's yeah. for parents driving, right? Yeah. Like oh, the right. cool mum just. But I thought they were a youth network. Yeah, but there's what? a cool mum's holding. She's clawing on. She's yeah, holding on. You can be young and a mother at the same time. Uh, Which, how are the kids in the car? That that must be the reason because I've never yeah. considered it. But yeah. you guys, I mean, you don't you don't have the bad boy reputation. Too tired. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have to really be a piece Too of tired. shit to like keep that up. Mm. And I feel like that's. Like an actual too, piece of shit. Yeah, it's too much energy. Yeah, we're just we're more naughty boys than yeah. that. Like you know, just oh, so naughty <laughs> brats, brats. Fuck. <laughs> I no, just you know saying rude words and yeah. uh, I don't know because it's because talking it's about the politics way. and it's, stuff. I mean, like for five seconds, <laughs> yeah. and people go stick to the music boys. Oh yeah, how's that? I actually was reading an yeah. article and Whoa. they they put it in the headline that you guys are going political yeah and it's like two <laughs> songs out of eight yeah. and like there's just like really and kind it was of pretty universal sentiment that you were kind of it's uh, literally, relaying which we then saw kind of validated in the federal election yeah, a week done. ago yeah. <laughs> yeah like you said we're not going to talk about it ever again so don't bother listening to those yeah. songs but, anymore it's funny how people still like oh stick to the music like yeah. there's no place for politics and music where for a hundred years Music has been super political. Yeah. And like the biggest artists ever yeah. have been. Mate, K San was about being sent to Vietnam against your will and yeah. used his cannon fodder. I think the thing <laughs> is, like, people are stupid in general. Yeah. And I'll lump myself in that. And to the point where they don't really pay attention to lyrics. And it's only songs where you're like, it's like, say what you see. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they'll. They'll be like, oh, wait, this is political. Yeah, yeah. This is, even if they agree with it, it's just, there's something about it that shits people. Yeah. Even though I, I listen to however many songs a day, I'm not listening to a single word, really, yeah. honestly. Oh, there's been heaps, like, especially in this country. I mean, like, you go to Midnight Oil. I mean, I suppose that a lot of these people just hear, like, a yeah. catchy song, but mm. they don't think that it's their bed that's burning it's, <laughs> hang on a second it's not me it's it's Tom down the street it's yeah. his fucking bed apparently someone did it's have a mine. dummy spit at the Midnight Oil show the other day um, <laughs> up at the Hunter Valley some old codgers were like these guys have gone too political it's like well, that's like what it happened like yeah. a year ago or something. Someone got shitty at Tom Morello at Rage Against the Machine for being political. And it's like, the <laughs> band's old- called Rage Against the Machine, <laughs> yeah. you moron. It's like, what do you think they were raging against? Yeah, like, like, like bro- an actual like, machine. Like broken, these the broken down car. Washer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. shit box like every car. single song is explicitly about police brutality but um, yeah. yeah I can't believe they've gotten so political but if you think about any of the great like the stadium bands in the world like U2 mm. I don't know P- 
Pearl Jam, I suppose, were political yeah. at some point. Yeah, yeah the most maybe. political uh, jizz-based name <laughs> band in, a, in the world. <laughs> they still deny that it's a jizz reference, right? I listened to another podcast where Eddie Vedder was the guest the other day, and he, he did not confirm or deny, so I think oh, it's it true. You can confirm yeah. it. Interesting cat, isn't he? They were political in the sense that they didn't do video clips. Mm. That was a protest against the status quo. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I th- there are every band, every single. I don't know why I said Pearl Jam. They're not really obviously political, are they? Uh, I wouldn't choose them as a right. example. You see, oh, I see Coldplay that concert recently. Now that's people- a political band. Is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there a concert where you can you can watch the concert on a bike and power the um, <laughs> lights? Did you see yeah. that? What? Yeah. yeah. Oh. That's pretty good. Making their fans work. <laughs> They're saving money on the power bill. <laughs> It's a lot of bikes. Yeah. I think <laughs> it was a whole stadium. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Oh, a, it was, was like a, a, a gated off area in the back where there was just a row of exercise bikes. And they were full. And were they, so you, did you get a free ticket if you... Uh, I assume there was incentive. I don't think people <laughs> yeah. are like, oh, sick, an exercise bike. Yeah, who wants to be no. a slave for... No. Let's no. wheel guide no. you home. It's like, yeah. 150 bucks you to sit on a bike a, for an hour. You spend 150 bucks... <laughs> To listen to accountants' music <laughs> and do exercise. Yeah, tell you what though, they they know how to put on a show. <laughs> yeah. Play. Well, they do. And um, <laughs> the last time I would have seen you guys on a stage, well, it was just you, Novak, was the um, ABC. <laughs> oh my God, I, my heart just skipped a beat. I was like, what have I done? <laughs> the, the ABC New Year's production. What a show! And you were singing Hutchins. I was, uh, yeah. In excess. in excess. And you looked rather alert on stage. <laughs> what, is that? what does that mean? <laughs> he came out, I was watching with my whole family. And the old man goes, Geez, this bloke's having a bit of fun. <laughs> <laughs> He's a bit turbo. How, how long were you waiting around for before you had to sing? Enough time to drink a lot of booze. <laughs> My first words walking in the door was, well, where's the booze? Yeah. At like midday. Or it, was, it was also, it was only because it's the ABC, it's only wine yeah. and beer. And I've got like a... a a very low ceiling of beer tolerance before I get off Farty and Bertie. So I was like, all right, two now you, and- It was fine form, but I was wondering, is there a little bit of, with like that era of Sydney, like that post-pub rock era, yeah, yeah, yeah. when it was real sexy and weird, would that have been an influence for you guys or are you too young for that? I think it's about to be an influence yeah, for yeah, us. Yeah. I think I never really dug too much into In Excess just because... They're one of those bands where, like, the the five hits, the five biggest hits are always playing somewhere. Yeah. So I remember, you never I remember, think yeah. to go deeper. I remember before that thing you had to listen to In Excess and you're like, man, they're pretty good, aren't they? Like, <laughs> Until like, I got to the song Kick and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I care. Sometimes I don't care. <laughs> that's a good song. Simple, simple. Uh, that was the moment where, like, that's like a real mum and, um, like, auntie moment yeah. where you're like, oh. You, you guys are doing all right, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, you know, you, you sell out like a 1500 cap venue and they're like, you want to come, mum? And you're like, nah, I'm yeah. busy that night. But then like you get on the ABC and they're like, oh. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, gets, could, it gets real. Yeah. Like, oh, Casey Donovan and him. Because they, they're getting feedback from their contemporaries. <laughs> like they're getting feedback from their friends. Like, oh, yeah, um, yeah, saw Novak on the ABC the other night, actually. Uh, he's doing well for himself, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I just uh, before coming here, I was like, I'm going to chat to the Batuta advocate, and I had to spell Batuta to my mum. <laughs> well, that's our fastest growing yeah. demographic, so oh, I right. I would say you- we got one more, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. If she, uh, Still growing. Yeah. 
I think like the biggest thing of that, like the broadest audience that I've ever witnessed of something we've done was the Wiggles support shows that we did. Yeah, right. It was text from all ages and all walks of life. Yeah, it's crazy. I was just like, whoa, people fucking love the Wiggles. Yeah. I reckon they're the most popular band in Australia. Yeah, well, man. they're certainly the highest earners. <laughs> oh my god, by a country mile. Mm, yeah, I heard that Jeff bought an apartment block and just knocked all the walls down and then made one big house out of it. <laughs> one big house oh, to sleep damn, in. Yeah. Jeff, yeah. I imagine it's just one big huge room, like a void. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's got a ground floor. Yeah, it's like I, just, I need this space to record the drums for the next album. Mm. You know, it's like <laughs> they've done it interesting as well, the Wiggles, because they've got that ability to make themselves redundant when they feel like it. Oh yeah. Yeah. replace themselves with like a younger it's genius yeah. it's like a oh, rotating man. conveyor belt of yeah. like if you feel yeah. I do and it, you there's guys, a show every yeah. day you guys would have been wiggled kids right no I'm, I just missed out on it I think like yeah. it was they started like 92 they and I reckon they got big like 94 or 5 I'd say yeah. so they're crossing yeah. like three generations mm. now I reckon yeah and that'll go another one yeah oh totally sure. well, Mar- Muzz was telling us that uh, the Murray the Red yeah. Wiggle was telling us that um in the 90s, they got onto the Disney Channel oh, and they yeah. just went skits in America. <laughs> and they and they, they said they played at Madison Square Garden the same kind of time as the Strokes. Like, they're the biggest. Yeah. And the Strokes sold out Madison Square, Square Garden. And then the week after, Wiggles sold it like eight in a row. <laughs> eight <laughs> Madison Square Gardens in a row. Every kid in New York. Yeah. It's yeah. mental. And like the crazy thing is for those like reunion OG Wiggles shows, they're filled with people that are like our age. Yeah. And there isn't, a single shred of irony in the yeah. building from <laughs> oh my from, God. from either performer or or audience member. Everyone's just it's like yeah. super jazz. But are they singing hot potato or are they singing cockroaches? No, no. it's yeah. it's a wiggle show. It's like yeah. thirty songs of the Wiggles. It's like full Pavlo. Like all the characters are full Pavlovian like yeah. um, kind of responses. Like yeah, they right. see uh, wags and like they just go like off their head. They're like oh my god, it's the like, fucking dog. Like 30, 30 year old like humans going yeah. absolutely nuts. Yeah. Big red. It was honest. <laughs> It was honestly like no shred of a joke. It was like a Beatles concert. Yeah. Like people were like going yeah. crazy like I've never seen in my life. Just- we, were, we were opening and everyone was just already kind of jazzed for in one way or another. Yeah. Like when you're a support band, no one gives a shit. Yeah. It's what but- I imagine like a Hillsong concert would be yeah. without like Jesus Christ yeah, being yeah. involved. Yeah. Like it's just pure positivity yeah or like some of that early like it just elvis's kind yeah. of crowds you know like totally. those people that might be a good one for polish club the elvis parks elvis festival oh yeah i yeah, yeah. i, I want to get this guy in one of those um those like vegas elvis um suits. Yeah. one of our only uh performances with my high school band was in the whatever you call it the gala bowl that they did every year in high school and we all dressed up in oh. Elvis uh, outfits. Cool. It was very revealing. <laughs> like, it was very, very revealing. They call those Elvis impersonators Elvi. Like, there's a <laughs> really? plural term for them. They're, That's a weird scene. Huh? They're, the, yeah. they're the real. They, they come from lands far away to parks. <laughs> yeah. Parks, New South Wales, every yeah. year. I want to talk about what, um, I mean, aside from you guys becoming a radical political band oh, yeah. by making a crack at the Hawaii holiday. Uh-huh. Yeah. As we said before, not an overly political statement. It was no. like, I think the chats got in on it. Every single band's had a crack about that. You guys did a great photo shoot in the Hawaiian shirts oh, yeah. and that kind of stuff. Was that a little bit of a, a fire burning just because the pandemic was pissing you off so much as well? I think you, you. I think we wrote that bef- like right when it happened. Mm. I think. Yeah, yeah, it it was it was a song that was written like 
a year and a half, maybe two years before yeah. it will now be released. I guess like we did spend a lot of time, especially me, much more than John, at home in front of a computer. Yeah. And I get a bit like obsessed with clicking refresh when yeah. there's like political stuff going on that's mm -hmm. just like I don't know, it's this whole that whole Reddit thing where you just wanna hear people complain about shit. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. hard <laughs> not to I've always struggled with writing lyrics that are political because it sounds so disingenuous mm -hmm. coming from me, mm -hmm. in my opinion, because it, I'm like, you know, it's yeah. hard to be like, fuck the government, baby. <laughs> but it, when your natural state is to sing soulfully, Although you, it's, like, it sounds weird when it's political. When you sung about cheesy pizza, Domino's pizza, I believe every word. Yeah, but I'd have sex with a pizza. I wouldn't have sex with Scott Morrison. That's the difference. That's the difference, you know. So we had to kind of find the middle ground between singing with soul and passion and like kind of being shouty and angry without being disingenuous. And I think it's something I've always struggled with. Yeah. You kind of have to earn that yeah, yeah. right to you have been, sing you have politically. Been, you have been like consistently pissed off about things for two years though. Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> fuck me, right? There's a lot to be pissed off about. <laughs> The thing that shits me, right, is all these people on socials who are like, stick to the fucking yeah, music, yeah. mate. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Another musician talking about politics and things he doesn't understand. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then they'll say their bit, and then you go, why? Like, why did you say that? And not a single person comes back. Not a, not a single person comes back. And yeah. it's just like, that's the most annoying bit. Well, that, like, that's just people telling you to be polite. And when, yeah. you, when yeah. you ask that... But when it's you not, ask why, they don't have an answer. I don't find it being rude. It's mm. literally, to me, it's, like I said before, say what you see. Mm. I'm just commenting on things I can see and I can list in a list as to why mm. I'm saying what I'm saying. So when you go, hey, why are you coming back at it and no one bothers to respond, you're like, well, this is all fucking pointless. I'm going to write a song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm. There is a feeling when you kind of look at the world of music or mm. uh, the charts or anything like that, I felt like it was an interesting time. You guys were a bit before this because you guys had made a name for yourself well before the lockdowns and whatever. But there were bands that were just on that verge that I really felt bad for. Oh, yeah. Because it was about to be mm. their year and then they got locked down. 100%. Yeah. But I yeah. actually do feel like it almost was like pause. I feel like a lot of those bands did get to have their moment two years later. The issue with that is now that we saw it because we, we postponed our album tour. Our album came out August Fuck last yeah. year. And we postponed the album tour twice and it happened last April this year. And it was great. We sold enough tickets to not lose money on yeah. it and we I, we're still waiting to find out, but I think we, we made some money from it, which is incredible. But the crowds are not what they were before. And that's no fault of their own, but people are kind of tentative. Do you reckon that's like, just reconditioning? They got to get... Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's we're still in a fucking pandemic, yeah. which like uh, seems like a fucking revelation, which is insanity because yeah. it's as bad as it's been. Yeah. But that's a whole other yeah. rant that I won't subject anyone to. I think when yeah, when something gets postponed multiple times, if you're like, oh come on, how about this time? People yeah. are like, really though? Like, yeah, is, yeah, is it going to yeah. happen? And you know, yeah. And then people but, are like, are these tickets still valid for these new shows? Yeah. And it's like, no, they're the same shows. Like, there's a lot of confusion. Yeah. yeah. And then once people get there, they're like, ah. Guarded enthusiasm. Should we, yeah. should we be here? Should yeah. I be this close to people? Yeah. Can I dance? Can I sing? Because yeah. those things were not allowed. Yeah. So I think confusion is reigning still. But 
a lot of people like had to shelve albums that were ready to yeah, go. We were, yeah, we were yeah, we kind of lucky because we it timed well. We were gonna just write anyway and not do that much. It almost worked out perfectly because so close. Yeah, yeah. We we're like, oh, this will only lasts a year, and we were just planning on making a record anyway. But then it lasted more than a year. But it was, you know. Yeah, it could I have mean, been worse. It for could us. have been so yeah. much worse. And I think we're lucky because we've always focused on like the a thousand or so people that will always support you and mm-hmm. always listen to whatever you do and always buy a ticket. So it's nice to always have that as a fallback. Mm-hmm. So like no matter how irrelevant we get, no matter how you know down we get on things, and you know we stop being as prolific as we are with releases, we know that that small yeah. but passionate group of Rusted people, on. yeah, yeah. will yeah. always more or less be there but i feel for those people you mentioned before that it like had an album ready to go they were really yeah about to go to america building that momentum and like there's no insurance for any of that stuff either so people that had booked tours and stuff that's that's money gone it's like an nba injury totally yeah yeah you were the next big you rookie of the oh it's like the (laughs) cl yeah well i mean it's like that but there's no salary yeah there's no you know Yeah, yeah yeah Yeah, well, it's all projected income. Yeah. Did you do any online gigs? Oh, man. Over Skype? Everyone hates... It's the... just the fucking oh, piss. That was bad, yeah. <laughs> and then the sit-down yeah. shows were pretty pretty weird oh, as well. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. Yeah. We did a... We, <laughs> we had I did a, a TikTok. Shows, like I that. did a TikTok live <laughs> thing standing up in my fucking office. <laughs> You know, uh, <laughs> under a fucking purple light, a smart light oh. with an acoustic guitar. And I was just like, I'm going to do it because it'll just be something to have. That's <laughs> just it's something to do. And it sounds like balls. Yeah. And it's fucking awful every time. I don't care what anyone says. It's always shit. Some people have, were selling tickets to virtual yeah. events. Well, like Nick Cave made like millions of dollars apparently <laughs> from that. Yeah, but his music translates. It's well actually good. Over, yeah, well, this over, is over, like like over a laptop screen. It's like yeah, yeah. It's this like, is the, yeah, like this guy looks like a Doberman. He's <laughs> like he's just like. <laughs> there's there's two there's two career paths, and it's always most of these questions always come back to this for me. There's two career paths now where it's one's really old and one is like the new popular one where it's TikTok based, it's content based. You're a content creator who has an outlet to make music, right? Yeah. So you're good at the 10 posts a day. Yeah. Everything translates well to Jack being Holler. packaged yeah. for a phone, yeah. which again, I'm not against yeah. at all. I think it's fucking rad that people have the autonomy to build a career and do it all themselves. Yeah. And it happened before. When Rage came out, people were making shit that would work on video exactly. hits you, and then radio mm. is the same. You kind of tailor it to the tools at your disposal. Yeah. But there's still that aspect of, especially I feel in Australia with like guitar-based music, we have a rich tradition of bands cutting their chops live and becoming live bands. Yeah. You build a crowd of 50 people at every show mm. and you get another 50 at every show and you get fucking good at your instrument. Mm. And it only works once you experience it live. And then yeah. you get it, you get on a yeah. um, surfing video, like your song on a surf video, <laughs> or a skate and then video. you then you just go off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was that was the the path, wasn't it? Back yeah. in the day, Tony Hawk Three. You get on like a, oh, a video man. game. Yeah, oh. I, I think that's what happened to um yeah. to, to um Spider Bait. I think yeah. Uh, yeah, they got Black Betty on Tony Hawk FIFA? Four. Was it? Yeah. Oh really? No, it wasn't a like FIFA. That. See, oh. like early in the day, my um 
kind of dream bucket list checklist thing for the band was it was one thing get on fifa soundtrack <laughs> and then that game slowly went to absolute dog shit yeah, and yeah, everyone yeah. realized ea is the worst company in the world <laughs> yeah. and now i'm like damn but I, that was the coolest thing back then mm. it, it cool again it's yeah. like those tastemaker things that don't or, really i mean the anymore. real the real crown jewels was um Thirsty Merc getting Bondi rescued. Oh, oh my god. Come on. That's just right. winning the lottery, isn't it? Every Ray. summer, it's it's like, what color Porsche am I going to get this year? Have you got Ray in yet? To no, no, we oh, want to get him in. He's got shit to say. We want to, I want to go top to bottom on that song. Have I you love, seen the video that he did in his car? Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh. He admitted to it. Yeah, he was like, yeah, I wanted it to fucking be catchy. I wanted it to be fucking catchy as Velcro. <laughs> <laughs> he, goes, he goes, people think it's a fucking coincidence that we hit all of these same commercial checkpoints. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that song, I love that song though. That song is fucking yeah. sick. Yeah, yeah it's, it's fucking it's sick. It's perfect. And you, yeah. That's when you settle down in front of the TV. Oh, Bondi Rescue song. <laughs> take me take, back. Take me back. I dare you to, like, if that comes on, I mean, if you're driving that comes on, the on like, I don't know, Triple M or whatever, yeah. I dare you to change the channel. No, no. Never, never. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe there's one of them on this newest Wait, it, compilation you album. You think we don't try it? <laughs> uh, yeah. There's one of the two. Like, are you ready to be like a live fucking band again? Or uh, is what are you doing? Are you are you in the studio? <sighs> See, now we're at the point where we're- Trying we, to get a song on Euphoria. <laughs> that's kind of where we're at now. Like kind of pizza ad. Uh, yeah. We're at the, the lower rung of getting a song on Euphoria, which is getting a song on like, you know, a fast food commercial. Eagle Boys. Yeah. yeah. That's basically all we get oh, here. Volkswagen. Yeah. 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 No, that's too close. No, that's yeah. Yeah. Old yeah. One. Yeah. no European shit. I'm talking like down and dirty stuff. Yeah. Like, pizza Hut. Yeah. <laughs> Any, anything you put in your mouth. Well, he was on a Domino's ad. Did you, did you see that? Well, yeah. That's, yeah, why, yeah, that's yeah. why I referenced to him. Seeing I was up on like cable pizza. singing to a pizza. <laughs> I did see that. Yeah, it was, um, <laughs> it was the best cross. payday of sing, my life. Sing, sing the tune. Uh, I don't remember. Cheesy, um, uh, cheese toasty crust love. <laughs> remember that? It's, <laughs> it was fucking I, delicious. I remember, I remember the imagery you just described. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's more fun though. Yeah. Like for us, that's more fun than making some stupid fuck. Here's how I made my song on yeah. TikTok. It's like no yeah. one wants to see that. People want to hear me talk about Fly fucking a chicken or something. <laughs> <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess we just once you do finish one record, you just basically start again. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. Until yeah. you die, and then you just keep doing that till you die. Yeah, sick. Yeah. And we're constantly trying to the play as many method. shows as possible before <laughs> the lockdowns happened, and like. I think it was like right before the pandemic became a common knowledge thing. We were like, we've got to play a hundred shows this year, a hundred yeah. live shows. Cause we just want to play yeah. as much as possible. Cause it's the most fun part. And then we all know what happened next. And so is there, pla- is there plans for like, you know, 2.0 of that, or is there plans to even leave the country? It's too expensive. Yeah. Nah. It, it costs you 30 <laughs> grand or so to bring a couple of people just to land in Europe yeah. with all your gear have a calm yeah like forget about promoting shows and stuff yeah it's wildly and prohibitive literally just playing to, to like 100 australians in yeah, London. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> which like don't get me wrong it's super cool. fun yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but like it costs so all this yeah. stuff costs so much more money than people realize yeah especially after the pandemic the yeah. Flights are, yeah yeah and, and then really, the issue yeah. now is locally like we'd love to play 100 shows i'd do it in sydney yeah but there's two venues yeah, yeah like yeah. let's be yeah. real there's mm-hmm. not enough venues to play at and like we probably don't have enough fans to 
charge like tickets to any of these shows so we lose heaps of money it's just a whole thing yeah. so you get oh i guess you just kind of wait till the audiences kind of blow off their steam yeah. and, and start coming back i honestly yeah. don't know yeah well yeah overseas like to make it overseas worthwhile you need you need some like real heat behind yeah. you international heat yeah. also and you just need to like kind of be hyper focused on like yeah we're going to germany we're hiring a pr person so like Five people at least will know who we are, yeah. and we'll get on one radio station. We did play a, a German tour for. Uh, oh, it was the best! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so much fun. We supported these German bands, and um, it's affordable to like do a fifteen show in fifteen night thing. You just get on the on this like huge um, tour bus. Fuck that the, sounds the double decker tour bus. Yeah. Shows in fifteen. Yeah, it's not, yeah, we did like ten in ten days or oh, something. It? Oh, right, yeah, like that. Yeah. and it was. Because you can drive from city to city and there's cities in between, not yeah. just bush. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to fly. So you sleep on the bus, you yeah. get to the venue, there's a fantastic German breakfast ready for you in every <laughs> single venue. Four or five sausages. Yeah, they're like, welcome to Leipzig, eat a, eat a sandwich, some Frühstück. <laughs> and it was just like a completely different experience. Oh, man, yeah. You look, people actually like value musicians as like you know human beings yeah, yeah. in, in a, europe a, mainland europe yeah it's a career there it's a job it's yeah. not like yeah. there was like i saw this video. like you're the black sheep of the family yeah yeah australia's like yeah. here's, here's like <laughs> here's two like, you get two house beers and you <laughs> gonna, and then you gotta get the fuck out after you play you can have a discount on a meal <laughs> there it's, you like, go. it's like mom look at my record it's like your cousin just bought a house. <laughs> huh? It's, just, it's the whole attitude of like, you're lucky to be here. You're yeah. doing your hobby. Like you're hosting fucking trivia. Yeah. That's how they like, you, should, you should just be happy to yeah. have the chance to do it. How dare you hope yeah, yeah. for, you know, monetary gain from yeah. it and yeah. to pay bills from your talent. <laughs> what? Yeah. I mean, to be fair, Germany treat their teachers the same way. And a lot of Europe do. They put a lot more emphasis behind jobs are you know australians take for granted yeah yeah my uh, my dad was a musician and he'd play accordion and play in like all the ethnic club clubs yeah, right. in sydney and he'd play like you know in a small club on a weeknight and get like a thousand bucks or something yeah <laughs> and, and we'd be playing <laughs> to like i don't know yeah like a big decent sized crowd and i'll give nothing yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we're like 20 percent of these guys 20 percent of these 10 and then they get five but there's the yeah they like the europeans still like even here and like they still yeah, respect mm. um you, musicians you should do a polish club tour you'd be getting paid cash <laughs> well not not much not enough not enough to hear lucian from the Asheville polish club tell us the story about china for some reason for the hundredth time let's go to china we went to china they love you there he brought, he brought to, we got him to introduce us on stage at oxford art factory one time and he brought a random woman from china who didn't speak english backstage and i to this day don't know who she was what she wasn't his wife what she was doing why she was there if she was a representative of something i like think that was the kind of vibe he was map. yeah spy yeah it's just there's all this yeah. eccentricity going around with these polish club owners and i i would have to jump in front but of yeah. a bus before before meeting 10 of them we, but we played a gig at the Polish club Ashfield a couple of years ago and uh nearly it, died. It was awesome. Like we had the crowd was so pissed because um 
Polish beers are like really alcoholic, but yeah. taste like mid strength. And like no, they're all watery, but there's no RSA marshals in the Polish club. Either. Yeah. So everyone was just like, oh, why the fuck? So like, people were just like running, like walking on stage and trying to play drums. And we had the genius idea of playing uh, pretty much every song we've released in three chunks. Yeah, like 50 songs. Yeah. It was a nightmare. I couldn't open my fingers after, like, after the show. I was like, ah. Oh, fuck. That sounds fun. I would like to see this. Um, Hypothetical Polish club tour of Australia. Yeah, I reckon it's, maybe it's bound to happen. Like it is bound just, to happen. We're, we're yeah, we're going to run out of ideas eventually. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today, guys. We've yeah. uh, we've gotten a full rundown on what life and the trials and tribulations have been like um, ever since the government created that virus to fucking control <laughs> us. <laughs> have you been talking to Guy Sebastian. Polish people? <laughs> yeah, have been talking to Guy Sebastian. <laughs> no, we just tend to keep it to indoor cricket with him. You know, <laughs> yeah. And his golf scores. Yeah. yeah. We had Guy in here. No politics. <laughs> oh, you had him in here? Yeah, we had him in. Yeah, right. We've had him in. But we were very, yeah, very grateful to have you guys in. So um, hey, thanks for cheers. joining us, guys. And Anytime. all the best. Yeah. All the best moving into this new decade. This yeah. new decade post-pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that made you sound like you're real old. We'll, we'll, we'll turn that one up. <laughs> Uh, now, good, all luck the, all your, the... good luck in your forties, boys. <laughs> <laughs> we are, I am like pretty close to forty. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I mean, come on. Thank you, guys. It's been great fun, and um, yeah, we'll be keeping an ear out for those shows. <laughs> thank, thank you for having us. Rock and roll. Yeah.